in this episode. The place was great, but then I got out, I got in the taxi, and the guy was like, oh, I thought Halloween was six months ago. And I was like, rude. It was horrible. And then some guy was like, dude, that's a dude. Dude, that's a dude. And I I just felt horrible. That's Veronica, a cross-dresser currently living in Seattle, Washington, enduring a terrible outing while out in Las Vegas cross-dressed. And she shares other life experiences, including cross-dressing and sex-related topics, here in part one of my Curious Conversations with her. This is episode 72 of the Cross Yas podcast. So, you ready to hear Veronica's story? Yas! Yas, yas, yas. Yas, 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 yas. Cross Yas podcast. Which is him here so. Yas! Yas! Yas, 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 yas. Yas, yas, yas. Welcome to the Cross Yas podcast. The podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. My name is Giselle Mirasol, cross-dresser, transgender advocate, and sexy beast of a host of this wonderful and inclusive podcast. We still have a website, www.crossyaspodcast.com, so check that out for behind-the-scenes stuff. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash to also get bonus content that you'll surely enjoy. That's patreon.com backslash C-R-O-S-S-Y-A-A-S. And if you have a story you want to tell, just like Veronica and everyone else who's been on the podcast, because your story is cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender related, and you're wondering, damn, should I tell someone my story? Well, you know me by now, and you know the answer. The answer to your question is allowed. Frickin' yes! Email me, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com, tweet me at crossyasts, or DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast. Looking forward to hearing from you. Happy mid-November, everyone. Hope you're having a great week so far. I'm just chilling at home, relaxing, after another long week. And it's getting colder here in Southern California, and Christmas is just around the corner. That also means the Christmas music is sneaking up on us. Not yet, Mariah. Please chill for a bit. We haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. But this curious conversation I have is with Veronica, a cross-dresser from Seattle. We go over tons of topics, including cross-dressing around Veronica's kids, the process of getting ready, and even sexual experiences. It's another two-parter episode with the second part coming out next Saturday. So let's just get right into it. Part one of my curious conversations with Veronica. Enjoy. Uh, well, welcome. Is it Veronica to the yeah. podcast? <laughs> welcome. Uh, what brings you over here? Well, I started listening to your podcast just, I think, last week. And, uh, and uh, you are always encouraging us to contact you. So I did. And, and now I'm here. Yay. <laughs> Sorry. So I figure you're a cross-dresser then yourself, right? Yeah. Yes, I'm, of course. Yeah, I'm a cross-dresser. I've been uh, pretty much since I was a kid raiding my sister's closet when she, uh, when nobody was home and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Anything specific that you like to wear or it was just like you stole everything and then just put it on? Oh, well, back then I just wore her 90s, but uh, then I, I didn't get further than that for a while until later I started uh, messing with nylons and stuff Mm. with my sister's room it was just her 
her nighty. But another one that I had, uh, I, I try on dresses and stuff too. Okay. Now, I think you said, are you from Canada? Or are you like, or you said you live in Seattle, I, right? I was uh, brought up in Vancouver, BC. Okay. From grade one to grade 10. And then I spent 10 years on the East Coast, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, over there, and then back to the Pacific Northwest. Very rainy, I hear. <laughs> I love it. Uh, this is paradise over here. Oh, okay. Now, uh, and I know we're, we're not supposed to ask your age, but uh, how old are you? Ah, yeah. So in what is in Hollywood, you minus 10 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's 38. Uh, oh, still a young. Still young when it doesn't yeah. matter how old you are, right? It's not how it's not yeah, what you are. It's how you feel, right? Exactly. Going on 25. And are you married? Do you have a girlfriend? Are you gay? Do you have, um, you know, those tendencies? I am married with two kids. Happily, I made sure my wife knew about my cross-dressing very mm-hmm. early relationship. Okay. So it was, I'd say... Uh, the first few weeks and uh we were having a discussion i must have been leading the discussion a certain way but turned out she admitted to me that the hottest thing that uh, she ever imagined is a guy in nylons Ooh. i just i just uh jumped up i'm uh, kind of an awkward socially so <laughs> i kind of said, hold on and i jumped up and uh i went away for a few minutes and she thought that i like she freaked me out and actually i was going on going back to my room to put on my white white holdups <laughs> and then we had uh, that we enjoyed we enjoyed it immensely mm. i figure it means sex right or am i <laughs> mistaken uh well the <laughs> everything the nylons and the <laughs> And the cuddling and the sex and the the everything. Oh, that's so sweet. Was it scary, though, coming out to her? Or, like, what was that process like for you? Yeah. Well, I knew I was going to do it. And it was a bit scary. But since she, since she brought it up, she gave me that wonderful phrase uh, that made it so easy. <laughs> right, right. Like, well, I can just fulfill that request immediately. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not every crossdresser has that uh, that luck. <laughs> Be surprised. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I I don't know. I had a feeling about her. I I I was married before, and uh, oh. that, she was the typical uh, "that's your thing, but it's not my thing" kind of thing. Oh. So didn't quite work out. Uh, but that wasn't the reason we got divorced. But uh, uh, I was. Second time around, I made sure that it wasn't going to be like that. But did how did you come out to your first wife, though, about your cross-dressing? Um, I hardly remember. I blocked out most of that relationship. <laughs> I, I kind of just steeled myself uh, one day. I think we were just uh, sitting on the couch, and I just said, hey, I enjoy wearing women's clothing every now and then. Mm-hmm. I, I thought you should know. Yeah, it didn't go too far. She let me she let me wear women's clothes in bed a couple times, but she didn't seem that into it. It was more of something she let me do kind of thing. Right, right. So now does that I was wondering because you guys couldn't share that cross dressing aspect of Veronica, did that hurt or help your relationship at all? Oh that I probably hurt it. Uh 
Uh, you're talking about my ex, right? Correct. Your your first wife. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't like I said. She, uh, uh, to be blunt, she cheated on me. So that was really what it was. Ooh, would... Do you want to tell the podcast what she did? <laughs> oh, it's it's a bad story. But uh... um, hello, this is the podcast. We love bad stories. <laughs> yeah, she uh, supposedly she had done it uh, quite a bit without my knowledge, and. I knew then finally that I think I I gave her one ultimatum and then she did it again and I gave her then I was like that's it I'm not going to be made a fool of and then so right. I I talked to a mutual friend of ours from the East Coast mm-hmm. and uh, he was like oh oh I'm it's been so hard keeping all this a secret to you with you uh, you know what did she tell you and then I lied and I said everything. So he spilled the beans on <laughs> all eyes and stuff like that. I, it was, yeah, yeah. So it was. I was a. I was duped. Ooh. It was so that that was the reason. I mean, I would have lived with her with the non-cross-dressing thing and done whatever. But uh, now my life is way better, yeah. and my wife doesn't cheat on me. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, she cheats on you with Veronica, right? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's bi, so oh, okay, it works out for her because she gets best of both worlds with Ooh. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does she help you like get all glamoured up as Veronica, or help in that aspect? Uh, I don't want to disparage her, but she says that I sh- should teach her makeup sometime. <laughs> oh. Uh, she she's not into like she doesn't like going shopping and she doesn't enjoy it for herself uh, as much she doesn't have the drive like she doesn't think about clothes and think about makeup and Mm -hmm. like i do Mm -hmm. and i think that's the difference is i you know i'll watch videos about makeup and so i learn a lot and she's Mm -hmm. just kind of slaps on the makeup when she has to and it's this is seattle after all so you don't have of to... course <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you uh public at all about your cross-dressing do you have like social media accounts do you actually go out in public as veronica or is it primarily a bedroom thing with you and your wife i have gone out quite a bit oh. uh yeah um i have a social media account like love 5000 Love it. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll link you and uh, tag you on everything. On the <laughs> I have to. I'm gonna like fix it up before this thing gets. <laughs> It'll be a while. It'll be a while. I've got some other stuff on them, but we've got time. I gotta actually post some pictures. So. <laughs> yeah, and so I have that, and then I've been out, been to Vegas. Vegas, I mm. actually didn't have the greatest time. Oh no! I think it was. It used to be glamour boutique, but now it's like. The new you or something like that mm-hmm. and yeah I, I i the place was great but then i got out i got in the taxi and the guy was like oh i thought halloween was six months ago and i was like Ugh. rude it was horrible and then some guy was like dude that's a dude dude that's a dude and i, was, I just felt horrible uh-huh. so i know vegas can be good but i i, I think i would was in the wrong places at the wrong time for that. Mm-hmm. But Bellingham, that's up north by the border of Canada, 
that was a really great oh yeah they didn't even uh bat an eye like i kind of was hoping for a little bit of attention and they just they're just like oh it's another girl you know <laughs> but that's okay though i'd rather have that than the dude that's a dude right right that's so rude how some people could be assholes yeah and then i've been out in seattle up on uh, capitol hill oh so that's that's where the news is right now that uh, chaz zone thing mm -hmm. yeah it's like the liberal center of seattle right is is that where there is that the majority of is there like a gay scene at capitol hill is that what that one was i think I yeah okay yeah that's like so it's very easy to be there you know there's other cross-dressers there and trans people and all everybody's there so you're you're just you're just part of the crowd having fun right right now for you though i guess the question asks every cross-dresser and yeah, I guess every crossdresser deals with this is how important is passing to you? Uh, I like it. I think it's important. I've listened to a few of your other episodes where you mentioned that. And I think it's the fact I, I would rather, I kind of, like I was saying, the whole Bellingham trip where I kind of was almost just a girl out and that felt good. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I do like I do want to pass and I do want to be legitimate. I guess I don't know if that's a apt term for it, but yeah, but uh, it, just to just to kind of be who I am, be a woman when I'm a woman and a man when I'm a man kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Do you go all out? Like, do you do you do you wear appropriate clothing that a woman of yeah. your age would wear, or like you know some women wear? Like I talked about, <laughs> like. Uh, someone was wearing a Titanic outfit that someone would literally wear on the Titanic. When this was yeah. Well, I'm not that old, but uh, I I like cute clothes. I like to be pretty mm. and cute. So I do maybe tend to wear clothes that are a bit young for my age. But I, I figure it's, you know, I'm allowed because I'm young as a woman, you know? <laughs> right, right. Been a woman as long as a, another woman has been a woman, so... But I, I do like I do like uh, fit and flare dresses, and uh, I do like the classic fit and flare too. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but you know the the fifties uh, hoop skirts. No, not not. I love that. I love that style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not the full on like fifty petticoats, but right. right. <laughs> We're wearing a girdle. <laughs> it slims out my legs, which I like that i'm not i don't have big legs but i do like the the slimming aspect of the flare dress to the mm -hmm. leg and then and of course trying to hide the shoulders is a thing so yeah i don't know if i touch the age thing but i i do yeah i do like to wear pretty clothes pretty i'm a, I'm a pretty girl <laughs> <laughs> For sure, for sure. And but do you go all full mannerisms too? Is your voice more feminine when you're out, or are you no in a certain way that's you sachet or something? I don't know. No, no, no. I I do try to uh, walk in heels uh, properly. I don't want to lumber along, like, <laughs> but I do see some Seattle women uh, lumbering along in heels too. So, but uh, I do. I have practiced, and I do like to have a good good walk in heels kind of thing 
but uh voice wise definitely i i'm not gonna fight that fight <laughs> it's, it's it's too much you right know? right a lot i think you mentioned it before where it's just it is a whole thing to do mm -hmm. and, and something you have to work on oh yeah so it's not it's not worth the work for me right and some people go all out like they'll they'll take classes online they'll perfect a certain pitch that i'm like man that's it's really cool actually because it takes a lot of work to do yeah yeah i I just yeah i don't i don't need to uh, as long as i have the look and then when i open my mouth i can i can <laughs> be like oh surprise <laughs> if i fool somebody up to that point that uh, i'm happy <laughs> the um what's your uh hair situation your shaving and the wig situation if you wear one yeah i i don't like hair uh well i like wigs well i agree with you the wigs are like um hot and yeah like that but i like to shave my legs i like to shave my body and i do leave the armpits there i don't know why but, <laughs> uh but uh french style right <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, and uh, I have a shaved head. I do the RuPaul thing. Okay. And, and then so the wigs aren't as hot. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I've I, I've been considering going like lace front. I've never have you dealt with lace front wigs before? Mm -hmm. Yeah, lace front wigs. My the problem with my head is it's so square, <laughs> so lace front wigs give it kind of a blocky look. I don't know for me. Oh, and okay, and it's still hot. Like any wig that I've ever tried, lace front or the full front or like the full lace, it's just like it's so hot. It looks great, especially since I, I if I shave my head, just like you're saying, like pretty much as bald as I can get it. But it just I sweat so much. Like I'm a furnace. Yeah. Like I don't know if that's like you, but you just so yeah. Hot. And then the makeup too. Oh, the makeup and the wig, and you're just ugh, drenching and like bullets. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're worried about being all sweaty and glowy, and your uh, your makeup running and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you're clocked, and then people are like, "Oh, that's a dude. That's a dude." Like you, <laughs> you had that. Yeah, exactly. Luckily, I have a light hair. I'm a I'm a blonde, so Cute. I don't have the five o'clock shadow problem. Mm. So if I shave if I shave in the morning, I I'll, I'll make it through a day easy. So that I I feel for people that do that's got to be tough. But mm -hmm. uh, but the light hair too, I don't have to shave my legs as much either. Mm, that's good. As I get older, my legs are getting uh, less hairy. <laughs> so that's that's good. Right, right. So you said you've known your entire life. You're you've been a crossdresser, right? Pretty much, uh, yeah. Started pretty much when I was seven or eight, I think. Mm -hmm. I was watching TV and I saw cheerleaders. I remember that, and I was like, mm -hmm. I wanted to be one. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the other room doing the cheer thing, and my brother walked in and he like made fun of me. I was like, Oh no, he's a good guy, but <laughs> we we're young and that kind of thing. So, but mm -hmm. I haven't. I haven't come out to my family. Yeah, that's what my next question was. You haven't come out. Is there a reason why you haven't come out? Uh, I don't want to. I, I, I don't I don't think they'd hate me or anything, but I think they'd just think of me differently. Mm -hmm. And I just want to be thought of as I, I don't want them to have to think 
Uh, I want them to just talk to me the way they talk to me. And I feel like if I did something like that, they'd not, not just not think of me the same way. They're, they're, I'm a pastor's kid. Oh. Mm-hmm. And my, my mom is pastor's wife. And mm. she's, she's, the pastor's kind of cool, my dad, but the mom is a bit more strict. <laughs> the pastor's wife is a bit more strict. So she wouldn't understand. She would. I think she might make the yuck sound. (laughs) You know, she's like, "What is that?" Mm -hmm. I just don't want that. I think they kind of know. I mean, I'm. I think I. I left some. I remember once I left a dress in my bed, and and then I was at school, and I remembered, and I came home, and my mom had made the bed, and I was like, "Oh my god!" (laughs) So yeah, that was when I was really young. Do you think in your family being seen as, I guess, a crossdresser or even being like seen as gay or something is like a wrong thing? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I think it's like a wrong thing. I wasn't very good at dating uh, until college. So I never really brought home a girl or a boy or anything. Mm -hmm. When I started dating, one of the kind of weird things they said was that they were relieved that I wasn't gay. Hmm. And it was a weird thing to say. But, yeah. uh, and then I kind of wished that I was. <laughs> Why? But the, but they weren't saying anything. They thought maybe I was gay. So they, you know, they, they were kind of accepting in the way that they didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But it's, that's definitely kind of passive aggressive. Gays are okay kind of thing. Uh, those those people are okay. Mm. That's the way they see it, you nice. know. Right, right. If they want to be sinful like that, they they have every right to be sinful. Mm-hmm. And and that is that. Do you think that's just primarily culture, or is it like religion mainly focused? Like, where do where do they get those ideas from? In your opinion, I think that's. I think it's religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I think that the uh, uh, they believe that. Uh, the traditional man-woman kind of relationship. Uh, I, they're not fire and brimstone people. Okay, yeah, that's what I was worried. Like, yeah, no, they're not. But they're they're definitely, you know, kind of like I don't know how God's going to judge those people. You know, it's mm-hmm. not for me to judge, but he might he might uh, judge them his own way when they get up there, kind of right. thing. Right. You know, but it's still those people. Mm. And so would you, would they like probably, I don't know, equate cross-dressing as those people, whether they, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it would be like a, a thing kind of like, why, why do you choose to do such a thing? You know, mm. it's not glorifying God. Why mm. would you choose to do something that's not glorifying God? Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of probably how they would think about it. Mm course it's you know you can't fight it right it's the same same as being gay you can't not be gay yeah yeah well you not think about uh, women's clothes well have you ever uh, have you ever experimented or have you been primarily heterosexual your entire life or have you had thoughts of Uh, doing so Mm -hmm. in college i did the i had a boyfriend and uh and i was a uh, I don't know if this is an, a proper term, but a fag hag. Hmm. You want to explain what that is? Yeah, it's like I was a, a tease. I would 
have all these gay friends and then I'd be like, sorry, I'm straight, but you know, uh, 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 like I had, a, I had a few guys try to convert me kind of thing. And I, I kind of, I, I didn't say no. It's like, oh, well, you can try, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> it was fun, but I did have a, I did have a kind of a, it was a, it ended up being in a, an emotional relationship. I really respected him. Mm-hmm. Loved who he was, but the penis and stuff that didn't work for me. So, right, I didn't go any further than kissing. Oh, interesting. That that kind of thing. Interesting. But uh, pegging is a different story. That's that's fun. <laughs> oh yes, want to go into detail yeah. about that? <laughs> How much detail, girl? We got all night. Go ahead, and we got. <laughs> Tell me about. It. Well, I, I think it's it's funny because it doesn't have like inside doesn't have the sensations. Not that I've found yet a G spot of any sort, mm-hmm. but I really get off on the concept of being taken like that. Mm. No, uh, like uh, I feel you know like a woman. Yeah, it's it's hard to explain, but. I just enjoy the, it's more like a, just a conceptual thing rather than sensation, but it's really an overwhelming <laughs> conception so that it, it does really enhance it. It's enough to, to get me off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now for those unfamiliar with pegging, do you want to, do you want to explain what pegging is for those who don't know what it means? Oh, okay. That's when, uh, your partner puts on a uh, strap on and takes you uh, and rides your ass <laughs> literally <laughs> literally yeah yeah so i like the i like the coming in where the, my legs are up and she's in front of me kind of look deal that's uh, rather than the uh, uh turn around way but well, i don't know what that, what that's called what the names for those positions are uh legs in the air back on the floor missionary yeah that that's missionary okay yeah uh, i think so yeah okay yeah do you have to be dressed to do this do you have to be dressed as veronica to do this or is it just like her strap on dildo and just ramming her dick inside you? i i do like to be dressed i don't think i've done it not dressed before mm-hmm. be as as a feminine as possible mm-hmm. yeah i haven't tried it just straight on i, I think yes uh, to answer the question yes <laughs> what is it about a woman with a strap on basically fucking you versus yeah. a man with a penis fucking you why does that for some people they don't understand that concept do you want to explain why you get off on that versus a man a woman versus a man with- well i i am attracted to women that's that's the main thing i i i just am not attracted to guys i have fantasized about uh, somebody uh, a crossdresser or trans woman entering me with a real penis and that hasn't been a bad fantasy it's worked out for me but i it, the main thing is that i'm attracted to women so the, and i i like i like I I feel like I'm a lesbian, or or as my lesbian friends would like to say, dyke. Um, 
Okay. She doesn't like the term lesbian, but uh, yeah, being a woman with a woman kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so, but I haven't, I don't, I don't, I'm not grossed out by a penis. It's just doesn't turn me on is all. Makes sense. Makes sense. And I guess you've never experienced it um, with a man, but why a trans woman or why a cross-dresser? Like, why is it, why is it them versus just a man with a penis, you know? Because they're presenting women, uh, female, you know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. what I'm attracted to. And so that's, that's the easy, easy answer. Right. Definitely beards and such don't work for me. Mm -hmm. They're a real turnoff for me. I totally agree. Um, we're on the same boat because sometimes I get that way too. Although I've had experiences with trans women and their penises and yeah, haven't been able to get off. <laughs> weird. <laughs> weird. Is the same go for porn then too? Like is porn introduced into your sexual life as well? Yeah. Yeah. I watch a lot of lesbian porn and pegging porn. Usually pantyhose or dress, uh, some sort of dressed porn. That's what I gravitate towards. Mm. For the cross-dressing aspect, does it always have to be sexual for you? I, I'm sure you're a horny person. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. yeah, yeah. But you know how for some cross-dressers like myself, yes, I'm horny as well, but I don't always need the cross-dressing to be sexualized. You know how it starts off when you're in puberty and you're wanting to masturbate to God knows what you're masturbating to, anything feminine, at least it was for me. I don't know if you're the same way, but... Is yeah, it still yeah. something like that for you? Yeah, I definitely like forgetting about the sexual aspect and being a woman. Uh, there's a picture of me with at a dinner party that I think I might have showed you, but it was a really great time. There was three guys and three girls. I was the only one that preferred women in the whole group. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, guys. Two straight girls and me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it was just a fantastic time. Uh, just being me and just being Veronica at a dinner party, drinking wine, eating food, chatting it up, and definitely not sexual, you know. It was, it was just me being me, and it was wonderful. Right. I mean, you've, you aren't a late bloomer of any sorts, which is great, right? Like the late bloomers are the ones who are trying to discover themselves <laughs> later in life. It seems like you've had a good progression since you were younger of being able to explore your cross-dressing side, right? Is that what I understand? Yeah. It wasn't until I met my current wife that I was able to get out of the closet. Mm -hmm. Before that, it was all, all in my closet, and that was pretty lonely. Right. But now that I've been out, it just, yeah, it feels really great to be mm -hmm. dressed and out. And I feel really bad for those people that are still mm -hmm. closet. Mm -hmm. Speaking of public, though, you say you have kids. Are you open about your cross-dressing to your children? Yeah, they know about it. They know I have a closet downstairs full of dad's clothes. Dad's. <laughs> I usually just cross-dress in front of them for during halloween and uh, mm -hmm. have these burning man parties at home and so <laughs> but i i don't want them 
I don't want to say I want to present a male figure because that that's kind of stupid. I also don't want them to. I don't want it to be a thing for them. Kind of like oh, I don't want it to be a thing for my parents. I I don't want them to have to think about me that way if it's a thing they have to think about. But why not though? In theory, though, what is so wrong about making your children think, <laughs> right? Or making yeah. them uncomfortable? What's the what's the issue with that? I don't know. Uh, I think my daughter would would love it, but I think my son he might feel uncomfortable.、Mm-hmm. Uh, not that he think that I was. He doesn't see it the way adults see it. He just he just he's trying to figure himself out,、mm-hmm. and that's hard enough. Sure. So I think that that I I just don't want to add to that. And if he wants to, he, he, if he wants to do that or or anything, then I I can help him out. Or if he's gay or bi or gender fluid,、mm-hmm. then I can help him out. But it's not a secret. I I did consider that for a while when we were first got the babies. I thought maybe like doing a full on, you know. Secret room and、mm-hmm. secret closet, and they would never ever know about it. And I was like, "That is just silly."、Mm. So we kind of split the difference between that and just be like, "Well, that's something he does every now and then, and it's okay, and that kind of thing." I just don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to make a di- a deal. I suppose.、Uh, hmm. Yeah,、and、it's it's hard to explain. But, yeah. To me, not really. <laughs> Maybe to your kids. <laughs> yeah, I can understand. How old are your kids,、uh, Veronica? My kids are seven and eight.、Uh, okay. Yeah, we've had a few Halloweens and that kind of thing.、Mm-hmm. What did you wear? <laughs>、uh, well, last year I was、uh, Sabrina, teenage witch. Love it. Yes, it was a、Love、lot、it. of fun. And then. I think before that I was like just a regular old librarian kind of thing. No, sexy, sexy, love it. Yeah, of course. Not not slutty though. Just <laughs> just sexy. Oh, just the sexy one's fine. Next year I'm really looking forward to. I think I'm going full drag Snow White. Yes, love it. I'm gonna、uh, glue my eyebrows and do the real high, high things. You know, I'm gonna go. I've seen some videos about it, and、uh, I'm kind of excited about that.、Um, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. I've never done like full drag. Oh yeah, you should do it. It's so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. But back to your kids thing. I just, I'm just worried that like, at what age do you like are would be comfortable enough for them to understand what cross dressing is, or know that dad does this, dad does this when he has fun, or dad, you know, like dad is. Comfortable enough? Yeah, I don't know. I guess you're putting me to the task. Oh, I do that now with every crossdresser. I realize I need to do that with everyone on the on the podcast. Yeah, comes on because I have to ask the hard、yeah. questions. I have to because otherwise, what are we doing this for? Right? We need exactly. We need to change society some way, and we need to make be uncomfortable.、Right. We need to be a little uncomfortable. Sorry. I think what I could do is just do it more often and. Not like we'll do staycations where I'll bring all my stuff with me to the hotel, and then and then change at the hotel. But 
maybe what I could do is instead of doing that, get changed at home. Right. Kind of like a little little baby steps thing and be like, hey, I'm going out. This is the way I'm going out tonight. I'll see you kids later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can do that. Uh, sure. I, I think that is a perfect plan. At least, you know, just at the beginning. And then eventually you can have them involved in your makeup. Like, oh, honey, would you like to have get ready with me or get me ready? And then they'll ask questions. Because I think a lot of the um, fear that parents have or that people have in general is, how will my child perceive me, right? How will they? Yeah. But it's like, if you react normally, you react like this is a normal thing. I think your child will see that and be like, hey, if mommy and daddy are okay with this, then I should be too. The same goes for like, and unfortunately, I don't, it's true today of like racism. If kids see their parents acting racist, those are learned behaviors, right? They're, um, well, if mommy and daddy say it's okay, then I should be okay with that too. And it's like, no, (laughs) we should teach our kids the right from wrong and what's the correct way. I don't know. Am I, am I off base a little? No, no, I think you're right on base. I, I've always told people that you create your children's reality. I mean, if, if you live under the sea and all you eat is potatoes and ice, the kid doesn't know it any different. I was like, well, that's life. Right, right. We live under the sea and we eat potatoes and ice and that's nothing. Uh, That's a kids in the hall reference for those of you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Some people will get it. We have a... We have a crowd that follows that, I'm sure, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, I think I think you're you're right though. I should I should maybe like yeah, kinda take it away from the whole like it's just a Halloween thing or yeah. It's a thing you do in the closet and kind of make it normalize it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm overthinking it definitely, oh, yeah. but that's human nature, I think. Of course, we have these like realities we make in our head, right? Or these ridiculous scenarios that, oh, well, if they find out I cross dress, oh, well, then they'll think I'm gay or they'll think they won't like me as a father. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> Where'd that come from? Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they definitely wouldn't stop loving me or love me any less. I know that. Oh, um, you're, so. you sound like an awesome father or mother figure, Veronica. I would see, I don't see. And if they see mommy and daddy loving each other, then. I'm sure they'll be able to raise perfect families just like the ones that you create. I figure. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, lead by example. Right. Right. I, I just don't like, and you talk about it too. You just said we're like, people are hiding their cross-dressing and like go out and it's really secretive. And then your kids will probably wonder, well, where's mommy and daddy going or where's dad going so secretively, you know? And they have those questions yeah. and I don't, I would hate that they think you're doing something notorious or something nefarious, something that's just so. Right. Know, because it's not it. wrong. Yeah. It's not wrong. Definitely. And yeah, that could be like maybe giving the, giving the um, message that it should be hidden or it, sh- it is somehow wrong. And yeah, that's not the right message to give. Right. I don't know. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've been, I don't know if it's just because from what I hear from, I've talked to so many crossdressers in the past and on the podcast of, yeah, they have storage spaces specifically for their crossdressing because they hide it from their families and their kids. Yeah. And it's like, they have separate bank accounts, they have separate credit cards. And I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of like work to put in. Yeah. That's, that's when I scrapped the whole like safety 
safety room, you know, idea. I was just like, am I going to really do all this? And why am I, why will I do this? What is the reason? Yeah. Why? Because I'm scared. So <laughs> right. better, it's better. I, yeah, there was no real reason. Nothing, nothing seemed to make sense to about, you know, hiding it from the kids. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you sound like a wonderful crossdresser. And um, I was wondering how life has been with you as a crossdresser in COVID times or coronavirus times. Uh, well, it's actually been really great. Nice. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, this goes back to the kid thing. But ever since the kids went back to daycare, mm -hmm. I've been able to work dressed up. Uh, yes. And uh, it's been great. I'm a uh, legal secretary or legal practice assistant and it's kind of a female profession uh in traditionally <laughs> yeah traditionally and uh I, i'm sure i got myself into it for that reason too i kind of uh like the fact that all my colleagues are female and stuff mm -hmm. um but yeah just being able to uh you know put on a dress and pantyhose and heels or flats and uh Cute. and like work work at my computer and it's just been it's just actually been really nice 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 yeah so then like do you do you wear all your like secretary gear or secretary like outfits and then when the kids come home you like change back into a guy mode yeah yeah, yeah. why let them see my daddy dressed like a secretary That's right. okay okay all right <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. And it should be because it, it's something new, right? Any new thing is always scary. That's fear. Fear is change. Fear is the unknown, right? How are they going to react? But girl, how long does it take to you to get ready? Let's be honest. Well, if I'm not doing makeup, it's just uh, just a few minutes, you know. Okay. Just go on a, throw on my breast forms and a dress and Cute. pantyhose and, and that's it. Mm -hmm. I don't bother with makeup unless I'm going out or if i'm trying to look pretty for my wife mm -hmm. on a special night or something but but yeah so yeah just a few minutes to get clothes on and off and then with the makeup how long does it take the makeup takes me about an hour and a half i'd say you got to work on your time <laughs> hour and a half well yeah i do have to work on my time i yeah i i can go shorter but I, I uh, the the eyeliner is really really tough, mm -hmm. and I've been also fussing with fake lashes, and that's Ooh. been really time consuming. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Practice makes perfect, though you'll be fine. But imagine you doing an hour and a half of getting all ready, and then your kids walk in, and you're like, "Fuck, I got to take all this off." Isn't that kind of shitty? And that was part one. A little short, but hopefully you learned a lot about Veronica. You can find her on Instagram, Veronica Love Five Thousand. And finally, the miscellany. Yes! And that's all for this week. The audio might be a little off, and that's just an issue with recording online because I use Discord. So I apologize for that. But what you heard in this episode was the first part of my curious conversations with Veronica. If you liked what you hear, there's more next Saturday, November 21st, in part two. So come back for more, please. And if you have feedback, or you just want to tell me how you feel regarding the podcast or anything at all, email me giselle at crossyaspodcast.com 
or tweet me at CrossYas or DM me on Instagram at CrossYasPodcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to us. Again, check out our Patreon for the bonus stuff, patreon.com slash CrossYas, patreon.com backslash C-R-O-S-S-Y-A-A-S. Sorry for the shameful promotion, but, you know, we totally welcome the support. I love you all, and thank you again for listening, because I know there's a lot of content out there, and you being here, well, it means a lot. That's all for now, and as always, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous! Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more. Thank you.